The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. I am your host, Santino Cacone, and we have a fun one for you, and I'm excited for this one. A good buddy of mine is joining us on the podcast, and Will Harris. And before I before I get let him speak, I just want to throw out a quick intro. Uh, so Will has been with the Hoop Ball franchise, or if you want to call it the Hoop Ball brand, for a good amount of time now. He filled in for us a few times last year uh, during the bubble. He was on with me quite a bit, but he's officially going to be joining the team now, and I'm super excited. Uh, he's not a day one pick. He's he's not even a day two pick in the <laughs> NFL draft. He's more like a, a day three, seventh rounder. Uh, some guy that you're you're very happy. No one was too high on him, but you're, you're happy you got him in with that late selection. <laughs> if not an undrafted free agent, you're happy to sign him. Uh, but I'm excited to to grow with him here and he's going to be joining us uh will how you doing tonight well i was doing better before that (laughs) intro but uh, no thank you santino great to be with you great to be a part of the team you know and i'd like to look at myself as you know the nba g league had his draft today so i'm like admiral schofield first pick in the (laughs) nba g league draft how about that all right i like it i like it not not too (laughs) you went with the g league there it's kind of like the seventh round pick uh, ah, but sure. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and yeah, we're, we got a, a good one to tackle. We're a little shorter than we thought coming into the de- night. Um, so we only have six games on this docket in the fir- with the Celtics game getting canceled, uh, Celtics-Bulls. And this first game that we're going to get into shortly, Heat-Sixers, they're both battling protocols uh it's going to be a tricky one to try and navigate definitely one that we're going to want to pay attention to as close as possible when we get towards lineup locks Uh, right before we get into that i do want to say shout out our guys at my bookie um ever since i started this podcast people have been asking me for betting tips i always get asked like who you got lakers clippers uh packers saints which is going to be a possible matchup soon and i tell them it doesn't matter who you bet, but where you bet is just as important. And that's why I bet with MyBookie. Uh, MyBookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. Um, you know me, and you know that I don't give my stamp of approval out that easily. So to earn my vote and to earn my uh, recommendation, you've got to be the best at, at what you do. And, and I think MyBookie is the sports book, best sports book out there, period. Uh, it's as simple as sign up, enter the promo code HoopBall, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. So head on over to MyBookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best, bet with MyBookie. Uh, so, Will, we're going to get right into this one. We have a six-game slate. We're going to talk about the Miami Heat at the Philadelphia 76ers. This game tips off at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, the There is currently no spread for this one, and I don't imagine we're going to get one uh, for a little bit because it's just a question mark on who's in, who's out. Are they even going to play? We don't know any of that stuff at this moment. Uh, but on the injury report, it's a long one. The Sixers, they just played uh, this is the back end of the back-to-back so they don't officially have a injury report we'll go to the the, the heat right now they have bam out of bio avery bradley jimmy butler goran Dragic, maurice harkless you know haslam kendrick nunn casey akpala all of them are out 
Uh, Kelly Olenek, Gabe Vincent, probable. Myers Leonard, questionable. If you're reading between the lines, that's pretty much almost the entire team. Uh, and the Sixers, we know that Seth Curry, definitely not going to be playing in this one. Ben Simmons looks like he should return. Shake Milton, uh, also questionable, as is Tobias Harris, Matisse Thybul, Ferguson, and Vincent Poirier. Uh, and we have Firkin Korkmaz, one of my favorite names <laughs> in the league. He's not playing due to injury. But let's start with the Heat, man, and I'm going to pass it over to you. Uh, what what do you make of this situation? Is Tyler Hero, who's at 6,700, is he a lock for you, knowing that None of these other guys, Drogic, Butler, Adebayo, all these guys are out, and it's pretty much the Tyler Hero show. Yeah, I mean, you have to strongly consider it because uh, when guys are out for the heat, you know, Tyler Hero always steps up. You know, he, he, uh, I mean, it's really going to be a game of attrition. I do think it could be canceled, too. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's just rough because it's not just one team. It's both teams, you know. Uh, Tobias Harris definitely probably going to be out. You know, I, I just – Drogic is out. It's just – if they do play, it's going to be similar to that Sixers game where they had all the backups just going wild. And so uh, Tyler Hero definitely could put up big numbers like Maxie did in that Sixers game. So he's definitely worth considering. his price is now too outrageous because, I mean, with no one there, you could easily see him scoring 30. Yeah, and um, before I even get to any – or before we get to anybody else – I'm going to play. If this game plays, Tyler Hero is in, in my lineups. Just I, I believe he's going to be super chalky, and I'm going to eat the chalk. I, he, there's no one else. Uh, Andre Iguodala is the only other person on the team <clears throat> that can handle the ball like he can. I mean, <laughs> when out of the available people, Tyler Hero is going to play 30, 35 minutes. Uh, even if they're getting blown out, they just don't have the bodies to not play him. They don't have the available guards <laughs> not to play him. Most of the people playing are – a bigs if they do play. So Tyler Hero is going to get all the usage he can handle, all the opportunity he can handle. Uh, and even if he shoots poorly from the field, he's going to grab enough rebounds, have enough assists, and take enough shots to where he makes scores enough points to uh, easily bring back value for me. But outside of him, man, w- w- where are you looking? I-, I think this entire team is worth value, and it all depends on who's in, who's out. There's nobody right. with a price tag. Uh, outside Duncan Robinson and, and Kelly Olynyk, everybody else that's potentially playing or is in play here is 3300 and, and less. So to me, it's just value, value, value. Let's see how the lineup shakes out and uh, go, go from there. I, but I think like Iguodala, Precious, all these people, even Chris Silva might, especially if Leonard doesn't play, uh, these people all might start at minimum value and you're not going to find people that are getting have to be force-fed 30-plus minutes for um, minimum value. <clears throat> yeah, I, I loved Precious, especially at that price point of 3100 You know, he's kind of like – they've kind of done a develop him into like a BAM-type player. He's got all the skills in the set. He's just young. And, I mean, at 3100 if he can put up anything close to BAM-type numbers, that's a steal. And another guy that would have been a steal and a lock, <laughs> my Precious, is uh, Kendrick Nunn. But he's out. This is a game you would love to see him get some run because they, uh, the Heat have been pretty much having him DNP and getting limited minutes. And if he would have been able to play this game, we saw last year what he could do. This would have been a great spot for him. Uh, so that's unfortunate to see. But, yeah, Silva's a little uh, risky for me. I would have to see the starting lineup. Um, 
you know, how that's going to play out. But I definitely love Precious. I love um, Tyler Hero. Those are the only two I can really feel that comfortable about. Yeah, I, I, those are my two favorite, too. I do like Andre Iguodala at 3,300. I mean, I, I mentioned Silva. I think if Mo Harkless doesn't play and they play Olenek at the four, possibly, or he play at the five, either way, they're going to they have they might have seven people eight people or eight right. max and they're all going to play a pretty good amount but yeah i like my precious and uh tyler hero the best out of these two as well um but let's flip on it over to the sixer side who are in a similar not as dire because they've already been able to play multiple games with this but a similar situation here uh, and then you have then you have to factor in the back-to-back as well with joel and right. possibly Missing it, uh, he played the last back to back, so I won't, don't want to say that. Ben Simmons, it looks like they're saying that he's expected to return. It was just the knee injury and not the the protocol, so that might be him returning as well. Uh, but what do you make of this? Are you can you go back to the Tyler or Tyrese Maxey well at fifty five hundred? Or um, I know for this is definitely a a game we can't put too much or a team we can't put too much emphasis on because uh, we don't even know who's going to be in, who's out. Right, right. Yeah, well, I'm, we're pretty sure Tobias Harris is going to be out. That's the only thing that leans me toward. You probably can trust Maxi, especially after he played so great. You would think the team would want to get him more minutes. So that's that's a definitely ch- wait and see. If he's in the starting lineup, I definitely would give him a shot. Uh, Embiid, I would love to play him if he's going to play the second night of this back-to-back because the roster on Miami is depleted. Like, yeah. Embiid could get 40 and 20, you know. So, I mean, those two are really standing out to me. Simmons, you know, it could go either way. You know, it's not. I don't think his stats will really change, even though Miami is depleted because he's more of a, you know, facilitator. Um, but do you think that price is a little too high for Ben, or are you are you cool with it? I'm not – I don't think it's too high, but at the same time, if his injury – if his knee gives him any sort of pause. True, true. Uh, if, if Miami is – if the Sixers are somewhat healthy, uh, this might just turn it bad. Like you mentioned, the, the Heat have nobody who can stop Embiid. If, say, Tobias Harris joins, this game might just turn ugly. Or even if it's not, they might limit Ben. So I'm kind of turned off a little bit by that price tag. Uh, this entire team to me is <laughs> it's a wait-and-see game. We can say stuff mm-hmm. right now like, ooh, I like him, I like that. And then all of a sudden, they're not playing because of any amount of reasons. So, uh to me, I, I think Maxi might be another. You can possibly go back to him. He played good tonight, even with Embiid. Fifteen points, six boards, four assists, two blocks. Played thirty-one minutes, but we're gonna have to see who's in and who's out, uh, and then make the call. I think it's a bit early for that one, from from my perspective. Right, right. And I will say, if Embiid is out, you know Dwight Howard could be a sneaky play. He's you would want him to be a little cheaper than he is at forty-eight hundred, but him playing against backups. You know, him playing against starters is, is not a lot, but him playing against backups is pretty much guaranteed a double-double. Mm, yeah, and I, and I like him too, and I, I like Tony Bradley if Embiid doesn't play. Again, he's going to be – he should see about 25, 30 minutes again. Uh, and he's just one of those guys that – he's kind of like a Boban to me that he's not great in a real-life setting, but he puts up solid fantasy numbers whenever he gets the opportunity. What do you think about Danny Green? You think that's too much for him, or just depends? Forty nine hundred. It depends on if they're kind of healthy, but I would rather just play Maxi at that point for an extra six 
600. Definitely, definitely. <clears throat> All right, man. So what we've been doing lately is is switching on and off. So you, you started with the Heat there in that game. I'm going to jump over to the Denver Nuggets and the, at the Brooklyn Nets. And we have uh, <clears throat> we also don't have a spread for this one as of yet. Um, probably because of the net side. We don't fully know what's going on. Right. Uh, also, we do know on the injury report, though, that Spencer Dinwiddie, sorry, he's out for the year. Kyrie Irving is going to miss another game. Tyler Johnson's out and Nicholas Claxton's out. And on the Nuggets side, Michael Porter Jr., I don't know. <laughs> he <laughs> he was supposed to come back, and then he got another two weeks. Uh, but then we have Greg Whittington also out. So we're going back to what we've seen uh, the last game for each of these guys, but we're on the on, on the Nugget side. We're on the the Jokic bandwagon. Jared Allen is pretty good in his own right, but I don't think he can guard him. Uh, I know J- Jokic is uh, the top player on this slate in terms of price, and rightfully so. This is a v- extremely good matchup on him on a pace up spot, and Jared Allen is he's he's more of a uh, in the paint type of defender. He can't really guard Jokic outside of where Jokic likes to play and, and do all the things that Jokic likes to do. Uh, and then especially without Michael Porter Jr., he's just getting so much more usage. Uh, so I think he's super safe here. At the at Being the most expensive guy, you want a little bit more than what he done in the last two games, but I can definitely see him jump back up to that 60-point territory here. Um, outside of him, um, I'm not too, too high on everybody. I think, uh, Jamal Murray is in a solid spot. He's under seven K so I can take a look at him, but I'm not super high on him. Um, the, the nets are just pretty good all around and, and J. Michael Green is in a pretty good 43, 4,300 price tag, but possibly seeing a lot of minutes against Durant. I don't, <laughs> don't want to play anybody who's seeing minutes against Durant. I'm probably going to go Jokic here, uh, possibly, um, Monte Morris, who's been playing better. And the the Nets like to play some two guard lineups at forty two hundred. I think that's solid, uh, but I, there's not too too much that I want to invest outside of Jokic here. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I love Jamichael Green. I love his role with this team. Um, they've been using him well. He's been playing, you know, as good or you know, he's going to just take all of Millsap's minutes eventually because I'm sure they'll start resting him. But yeah, like you mentioned, if he's going to have to uh, stick with KD, that's going to be rough. But uh, even if he does, I could see him putting up, you know, a low end double double. Um, so if you need the position power forward at, at a lower price, forty three hundred is fine. But then Millsap's forty five hundred. But I like Jermichael Green a little bit better than Millsap. Um, uh, yeah, and then Jokic, like you said, I don't trust Will Barton. Uh, you know, Jamal Murray's numbers the last few games have been low. It, it's kind of like the team is kind of cruising except for Jokic, um, but they need to step it up, in my opinion. We're looking forward to Murray uh, playing like he did in the bubble. You can take that risk that it'll be tomorrow, I mean on Tuesday, but I wouldn't bank on it uh, at 6,900. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Kyrie's not there, it's more opportunity for him to go off, but Murray's a little too risky for me right now. Yeah, and I think there's some solid people around his price tag, especially I would rather take the insane usage that Tyler Harrow is going to see for 200 less. Uh, and, yeah. you know, I, and feel a little bit safer about that. <clears throat> but, but, yeah, and, you know, I, and I think Murray is a much better player than Tyler Harrow, but it's just all about the usage. Yeah, in this particular one, you're right. That's how I feel about it, too. 
Uh, let's flip on over to the Nets side, who's the home team. And I forgot to say this game starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And we mentioned one of the big guns in Kyrie Irving is going to sit this one out. So we're going to flop on, not flop, uh, drop on <laughs> down to uh, Kevin Durant, who's the big dog in this one. Uh, I don't think there's ever a bad matchup for Kevin Durant, especially when there is no Kyrie Irving. He's going to play, and he's going to get the majority of the usage. And we saw last game, even after a week off, he dropped 36-11 and 11 in 38 minutes against his former team in the Thunder. This is another great matchup for him. He's going to be going against uh, individually either Will Barton might be seeing some time on him, Paul Millsap, Jamichael Green. Uh, Millsap's a pretty good defender, but he's getting up there in age. The other uh, Barton's pretty good defender, but he's all he's going up against a guy Kevin Durant's just defenderless, defenseless. You can't guard him. And when Jermichael Green guards him, it's not going to be fair. So I think this is a really good price tag again for for Kevin Durant, as is it for Karis LeVert, who's going to see um, a bump as well. He especially or with one of them out, LeVert's pretty solid. With both of them out, he's pretty much a lock. But uh, I think you can give him some consideration at six seven six. Though, as I said, like I said in the last one, or with Jamal Murray, I just think Tyler Hero is safer than both of them there. Um, outside of them, this is not a matchup that I like Jared Allen in. I, I do love the 6500 price tag, but it's just not a matchup for him. He should be pretty good and get a lot of rebounds, uh, but he also might pick up some cheap fouls with, against Jokic, who's just very good at what he does. Um, but I, like, I think um, Joe Harris is in a pretty solid spot here. And then depending on how they shake out the rest of the starting lineup, uh, we could find some value there as well down there in the three 3K if you want to pivot off of the Miami Heat value that's just going to stare at our faces. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, like I like KD's price, but um, if you have to choose another power forward, you get another um, player of better value at power forward. I would be fine with taking Karis LeVert because when with Kyrie out, you know, they've been – LeVert has not been putting up KD numbers, but his fan numbers have been pretty close. So if, if you want to try to find a way to save some money, you know, I would have I, – I do believe in Karis LeVert, especially without Kyrie there. Um, so I think that would be a good investment at 7,600. Um, Jared Allen, like you said, he – He's a player you want on your lineup, but like you said, great matchup against Jokic for Jokic. Uh, so he could, <laughs> I, I definitely could see him getting in foul trouble, and I could see the Nets also rotating. Uh, oh my God, what's the center for the <laughs> Nets? DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre, why did I just forget his name? Yeah, right. <laughs> Right when um, see, yeah. it's funny that KD came back for the, for one game, and even though Jordan only played ten minutes, Jared Allen went from monster couple games to a quieter double double. I mean, right, he had, right. had a four game before that one, but and it's just funny how that worked out. Yeah, <clears> I mean, you know, Nash is in a tough spot with those two. You know, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just for hope sure. Kyrie comes back soon, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, and uh, I also had a lo- under four thousand. I would say Torian Prince uh, has been doing pretty well, especially without Kyrie there. I don't like him as a player, but this year <laughs> he's been he's been impressing me. Like, okay, maybe he found a little something back, but uh, he he's not anyone you need. But if you if you need someone under four thousand, I like him. I like if you want to go super risky, TLC Timothy Luwawo Cabarro. 
you know he's going to hit some threes. And uh, he can go off. It just depends if he gets the minutes. But he can be very hot. He can be very cold. So that's a big risky player if you want to try that. Yeah, I'd rather play him than the Prince. (laughs) (laughs) Nowhere near me. (laughs) All right. Uh, Before we jump on to this this next game, which is – the, one of the more boring games on the slate. Uh, I do want to throw out our guys at Manscaped. As a listen up, fellas, we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven downstairs. Uh, so Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary Oh my God! Try and say that that <laughs> word fast. Proprietary, <laughs> I can't even do it. Now. <laughs> I made myself laugh. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. proprietary. <laughs> I'm just gonna skip. I'm just gonna skip it. Skin safe technology, which helps. Uh-huh. No, I don't even know how, uh, that that, that word. Y'all know what he means, now. okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, falling right off the rails on this one. Skin Safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Now, the premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered, 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. Uh, so get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20, that's H-O-O-P-2-0, at manscaped.com. So that's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use the promo code HOOPBALL20. So what are you waiting for, guys? Go whack your weeds. Ooh, try I can't say that word right now. Proprietary. <laughs> proprietary. <laughs> proprietary. Proprietary. Oh, I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm not there right now. It's one of those, it's one of those words. It's, I'm going to get made fun of for butchering that one. I already know that, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it is what it is. I can't say it. Uh, uh. But we're gonna jump on over to the the Jazz at the the Land right now, and kudos to the other the the Land's football team, the Browns, winning a playoff yeah. game for the first time in what feels like ever. But kudos to them. Uh, but this game does not have a spread as of yet. The Cavs are also playing on the back end of a back to back. And they're waiting on some news, as they have been for a little bit. Uh, the Cavs don't have an injury report as of yet because they are playing. On the, um, but the Jazz have Derek Favors as probable, Joe Ingles upgraded to questionable, Juwan Morgan and Jarrell Brantley as out. Uh, so we're going to start on the Utah Jazz side. Uh, both these teams like to play slow, and both these teams like to play slower. Uh, but let's start on the jazz side. Uh, who, anybody you can like on this jazz side, knowing this um, dry as paint or paint drying type of paced up game? <laughs> well, I mean, I love Donovan Mitchell as a player, but 8,400 on, you know, this matchup, even though, you know, sex land, both of them will probably be <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, I can't pay that much for him. Uh, in this matchup because he's likely to get 30 points or 50 points. And I just wouldn't want to risk that at that price point. Uh, Go bear, you know, he's going to be in line, but he hasn't been, you know, killing it either. But if, uh, no, really, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, just no for the jazz. Really? No, it's a no for me. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I like how you just went quick and said, Nope. And that's, uh, <laughs> that's what we like to do. And for me, I'm pretty much the same thing. Like I, I can't trust Mitchell at that price tag. 
I, I don't. It's going to be fun watching Rudy Gobert and Andre Drummond, two people, two peas in a pod, just banging at at the rebounds yeah. and, and <laughs> trying to protect the trying to protect the paint. One does it really good. One kind of. Uh, it's going to be a fun matchup. Um, yeah, I don't really can't trust any. I guess if I did want to trust someone, it would be Michael Conley. Uh, I, I don't know why I call him Michael. It's full <laughs> his official name, probably. Um, he's been playing pretty well, but yeah, I think this is just a pace down spot, and this could turn into a blowout, especially if Sexland yeah. does not play again and a back end of a back to back for a team that's struggling right now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass on the Jazz. Maybe if we see that they get the, the Cavs get some people ruled in, maybe I'll look there. But I'm with you too. Now let's flip it on over to the. The second side, the other side of the coin, um, also boring, also slow pace, like we mentioned. But anyone on the Cavs, you can play uh, Colin Sexton for two straight games, a late scratch, which really irked people because it happened right after lock. Uh, so that's that's a bad. This set now, the yeah. first one happened about three minutes before lock. This one happened Ooh. about five minutes after lock, which is ouch. Uh, but Darius Garland, he's shouldn't. I don't think he'll be back for this one. Um, they said he'll likely miss this one. Uh, we still have Kevin Porter Jr., Dante Exum, Deladova. De I think all those guys are going to miss again. Uh, but who can you look on this team against this Jazz squad? Uh, it's not looking great for the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers either. Um, but if you want to take a risk on someone, uh, you can also go with Isaac Okoro. I mean, he hasn't been doing much. I just know he has the talent. Uh, but the better risk probably would be uh, Damian Dotson. It's, once again, not sexy. Could be a dud, but his last two games he's been getting big minutes and uh, getting you know some good uh, fantasy points. He's at five thousand dollars. If you wanna, if you really wanna take a risk, Damian Dotson and Isaac Okoro for Cleveland. But I don't love any other the other guys like Nance at sixty eight hundred. I don't love it. He's hit or miss. Chetty Osman, don't get me started. Uh, uh, Drummond is going to put up numbers, but it's a matter of if you want to pay that 9100 and that, that'll probably be tough to pay. Yeah, I'm probably going to avoid this game too, just uh, almost yeah. entirely. Uh, if Colin Sexton play, it doesn't play, then maybe I'll have give or Dotson would make my player pool at 5K, but still at 5K, it's kind of yeah, te- still yes, it's, it's almost teetering on the his upside there uh, but yeah. he did play 37 minutes in this first game on the back of the back-to-back so the minutes are there he scored 14 points six assists three rebounds and Okoro played 40 minutes as you mentioned so they're gonna get the minutes especially if Sexland does not play in this one uh, but the matchup isn't great and uh, in Dodson's case he, he jumped up a little bit in price because he had a couple solid games Outside of that, yeah, Nance, Osman, uh, the last set eye. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not really. You can't really trust them at their price tags. There's better alternatives in a safer matchup in a, a game that people want to run in. This one, they just want to plod their way to uh, a W. Plus, there's also blowout potential. So, um, yeah. I don't know what I will mention. Is. I will mention. You know, like on the Discord, the Hoopball Discord. If you're not on there, you need to get on there. Uh, a lot of guys are asking about uh, Kevin Porter Jr. This will be a great situation to see him play, especially without Sex Land and uh, in the matchup in the lineup, he will be able to get a good run. But you know, the team right now is just DMPing him. They haven't really explained why. You know, everyone wants to know where is he. He had such a good rookie season, but you know, 
He's not going to be a part of this game either. But if whenever he comes back, if Sexton, especially if Sexton and Garland are out, he's a guy to keep an eye on. I just wish he was playing in this game. That would have been yeah, that would have been worth the forty three hundred. He'd be in a very good spot. I, I know the last thing that they said the team was only going to play him when they felt he was ready emotionally. Uh, he did some yeah. stuff off the court, and now they're they had him go through rehab and all this stuff. Uh, but they said they'll only play him when he's they feel he's ready emotionally after he takes care of himself. I don't know what particularly that means and how long that's going to be out. But if he plays, yeah, he's he's a solid player, especially without the starting backcourt. Last year he loved to shoot. Uh, he'd be in a, in a great spot. But I just, yeah, I don't know when he's going to be returning either. Yeah, and I mean, if you want me to throw one more name out there, you know, p- people might be mis- might be wondering why we didn't mention Jordan Clarkson. He's, I mean, he's been balling for fantasy, but for you know DraftKings, it's very up and down, hit or miss. And at that price of fifty six fifty six hundred, that's too risky for me. Yeah, he. This is a. A revenge game for him too, and it's five fifty six. He is. might be he might be playing extra minutes in a blowout scenario, so it's not a bad look. Um, he'll be at the edge of my player pool, but not someone that I'm going to uh, count on. And mostly, I'm I'm, I'm not a hundred percent getting rid of him, but he's only going to be there when if I fall on that sort of number. And I already have a couple people I like around there as well, or plugged right. in. Um, yeah. Let's jump on to this next game. We got a couple more games left halfway through here. We have the LA Lakers against the Houston Rockets, and we do have a spread. Finally, we got a spread on one of these games. Uh, we have the Lakers at negative three um, road favorites, and the over-under is 223.5. Um, on the injury report for the Lakers, we have Giannis's other brother out. Uh, KCP is probable. Anthony Davis and LeBron James are questionable as usual. Jared Dudley is out. Wesley Matthews is out. And on the Rockets side, we have Eric Gordon and John Wall questionable. Daniel House out. And Chris Clemens and Broderick Thomas as out. Um, But let's start with the away team here and, and the Lakers. I'll just say I think LeBron James and Anthony Davis are going to play. And I think they're going to be in very good matchups here. Uh, I'm particularly not going to play LeBron, though I think he's safe. I'd rather just jump up to Jokic if I can, if I have that available money. Uh, same thing with Anthony Davis. I'm not going to gravitate towards him as much as I would try and pay up for Jokic. And around Anthony Davis's price tag, I think um, KD is $100 cheaper and a little bit safer yes. here. Um, as these two guys and these two stud players get more warmed up and, and the season gets on and whatnot, uh, then I'll, I'll start targeting them more. But I don't think that's going to happen for maybe another week and a half till I start really targeting them when I, when I know that they're going to uh, start ramping things up. But right now this team is still firing on all cylinders and these guys are playing pretty great team ball, um, but they're not even exerting too, too much of themselves to where we saw uh, during the bubble and whatnot. But um, outside of them, this is such a good matchup for everybody all around. Uh, the The Rockets, even without Mike D'Antoni, they still run. They're still top one of the top teams in pace, and they just want to run out here. Uh, but the guy that I'm zoning in on for this team is uh, Montrezl Harrell. And obviously these two teams played a lot each other the other night. We saw some good stuff uh, for multiple people. Uh, 
Dennis Schroeder had over 30 fantasy points. Montrezl Harrell had 16 and 8. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker at 36 is another guy. If you want to look at him, he dropped 30, almost 36 DraftKings points. He played 21 minutes, shot seven of eight. Um, I'm looking at like those t- those type of guys. Like the the hero, I think is very good at 6K. Schroeder's not bad at 6-1. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker. If you want to go back to the well, if you think uh, KCP might sit. Uh, those are the types of guys that I'm looking at, and I think they're all in very solid matchups. Uh, just be wary that um, Mar- the other Morris brother, Markeith, got ejected early, and that gave a couple more minutes to Horton Tucker on this one. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good point, good point, because I was looking at uh, Horton Tucker, and uh, I like the way his minutes are progressing, but unfortunately this is the first game of a back-to-back, so he probably would be more appealing on that game on Wednesday. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, LeBron and AD, they're kind of coasting. They're not into full bubble mode like we have to win right now in the playoffs, you know, uh, because otherwise AD would be putting up numbers like Jokic, and he's not mm-hmm. doing that right now because he's not having to because the team is so <laughs> good. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the only risk I would take is Horton Tucker, and it's probably not a good risk considering Morris will be back. KCP was banged up uh, a couple games ago, but he's questionable like every game, but long as he's playing, that caps Horton Tucker's minutes. Uh, so you, I mean, Kuzma, you can't trust Kuzma. You like Harrell at that price? I think that's a little high for me. What do you, you, you like Harrell? Yeah, I think that's a solid price in, in two solid. center lineups. I think uh, 6K, I, I think he can easily get 30. Like you mentioned, it's the first night of a back-to-back, so maybe they don't exert too, too much LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah. LeBron hasn't missed a game yet this year, so I don't expect him to miss either of these games coming up. But he might not play 34 minutes in them. He might go down to 30. or um, he's played uh, Outside of one game, he's played 30 minutes in every game. So I would expect closer to the 30-minute mark than, than you would have the 35-minute mark. Probably same thing with AD. If they expect him to play both games in the back-to-back, he's probably going to play closer to 30 than 35 minutes. Uh, both those guys would both that both of those scenarios would open up a couple extra minutes for Harrell, who's already playing more than Marcus all anyway. Um, I just think this is a really good matchup for him in a high energy opposition front court too. Uh, and I do love Schroeder. I mean, his, he's kind of ceiling, you know, he's not really going to get you over 40 fantasy points, but you know, he's going to provide good um, production, but I will say like you said, in this uh, fast paced game, that could ramp his stats up uh, more than, you know, some of the other slower-paced games. So at 6,100, it's a little, you know, it's right on the borderline of being too much. But, you know, if you need a cheaper point guard, I think you could put him in a lineup and he can put up some good numbers for you. Yep. I think I, I don't mind him too. But he's, he's in my player pool as well. Uh, pretty solid. He put up 30 over 30 points last game, and he only shot 3 of 10. So I think he's right. pretty solid there too. Uh, but let's flip on over to the Houston side. We have James Harden, who is the second highest price on the docket. Um, and then we have Christian Wood and a couple other people out there. Uh, we have John Wall, who's questionable. That's that's pretty big. Uh, we have, I think I mentioned, did I, I believe I said Eric Gordon's questionable. Yep. Uh, and then DeMarcus Cousins just got ejected last game against these guys. <laughs> but they'll start with James Harden at 10-8. We haven't, the last couple games, I think he's just waiting for a trade. Obviously, James Harden can walk on, as we saw in the first couple, 
when he played the first game and he didn't even practice. James Harden is so good at basketball that he can just walk onto a court out of shape with no practice and drop 44 points if he really wants to. Uh, but I think he's just biding his time, waiting for them to trade him. Uh, he's not. He's only taken the last three games, 14, 13, and 14 shots, not the uh, the 20-plus the shots that we've been accustomed to and not the consistent 30 to 35 points scored, actual basketball points scored um, that we've been accustomed to over the years. So I think he's just biding his time to get traded. And knowing that, um, I'd rather just pay the 200 and grab Jokic or or go away from him. You can never take Harden out of your player pool, but I think we have solid options uh, outside of him. And I think Jokic at the same price is, is where I would go in this one. Uh, but if I had to pick outside of him, I think Christian Wood's in a pretty good spot. I know he's going up against AD, Hero, Marcus All. Um, it doesn't it caps his upside, but with James Harden looking to be more of a facilitator, uh, I like that there. And especially if John Wall doesn't play, that just opens up more uh, usage and more opportunity for Christian Wood, who sometimes likes to pull the ball and and bring the ball up court and start initiate the fast break. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on. If if John Wall plays. Uh, seven nine is a slightly above where I, I want to pay for him, uh, but if he doesn't, and even also Eric Gordon, then that opens up a lot of usage for both those guys. Um, outside of there, this game might turn into a blowout like the last one, so I don't feel too too safe with anybody. I would probably be digging in the bargain bin with uh, Ben McLemore or or um, Jishon Tate. Tate is more of the guy that I would gravitate towards because he's playing more even with a healthy team. Uh, but it's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, this one is uh, tough. I mean, you mentioned Jason Tate. I would, uh, if I was going to take a risk, I'd uh, probably take David Nwaba. Uh, they're kind of in the same category. And he's only thirty three hundred, but uh, it's rough. I mean, I, I wouldn't touch Harden with a ten foot pole right now. <laughs> his last four games have just been, you know, lackluster at best for him. And so, like you said, I do think he's waiting for a trade or he just doesn't care right now. I don't know. But uh, he, he's way overpriced, and he's going to have to prove it to me before I pay 10800 for him. Uh, Christian Wood, like you said, last game was a blowout, so he only had 30 fan, uh, DraftKings points. So I couldn't risk that. I mean, I love his talent, but it's just a terrible matchup for him against the Lakers. Um it's just really ugly. Uh, is Daniel House going to play? He's questionable, right? Uh, no, he's out. They no, have uh, out. Wall and, and Gordon are questionable. Yeah, um, I, I, I'll probably take a risk with McLemore, too. Uh, he's had some good games this season. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't be looking forward to playing any Rockets in this matchup. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning with you. But if, if I see Wall and Gordon both out, or even one of them, then I'll give some more pause to the secondary uh, ancillary players yeah, out here. Yes. If they're all playing, then it just turns into a ah, they they they'll eat some usage of the other guys that I want to do, and this is just not a great matchup to target for me as well. <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately, like you said, that backcourt, uh, the bench players are all like cannibalizing <laughs> themselves. So, like if it was just one or two players, it would be great, but it's like four or five, so. It's hard to pick and choose from that. Yeah, exactly. That's how I'm seeing it, too. All right, man, let's jump on over to this next one. We got two games left. Um, This one's exciting, and we also, ding, 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 
the last three games. Uh, we have we have these, but we have a spread and we have an over under. The over under this one is a sad two fourteen and a half, and the Spurs are two point road favorites. <laughs> Uh, it seems that the Thunder are, are playing a lot better than <laughs> just like last year. The Thunder are playing a lot better than we thought. They're a five and four team over five hundred, but they still are always the underdogs in this, even at home. Uh, but the on the uh, injury report side on the Spurs, we have Demar Derozan has left the bubble uh, for personal reasons. He's t- he's tending to his ill father. Uh, he's not going to play this one. Drew Eubanks is out. Quandre Witherspoon, Derek White, both out. Um, we have Devin Vassell as questionable for this one. And on the Thunder, we have Ty Jerome out and Trevor Ariza probably never going to play a game for them. Uh, but we're going to start with the San Antonio Spurs, the favorite team in this one. Um, and knowing that DeRozan is out, can you go back to the well? Or can you play DeJounte Murray, DeJounte Murray, knowing that he had a, a bad game in the last one? But he, he, he shot 15 shots, but he just only made five of them. I didn't have too great of a game uh, outside of poor shooting. Um, and then you have LaMarcus Aldridge, Keldon Johnson, uh, Patty Mills is playing great. This whole bench unit in general is playing great. Uh, but who you like in this team and, and, and why you're going there? Uh, I love uh, Keldon Johnson. He's had a breakout year. Um, he's been playing amazing. Uh, last game, he, he didn't do that great. Uh, but, I, but you know, for the most part, he was one of six from field goals. You know, that's not going to happen again. Uh, so I, I would expect him to bounce back. Normally when he has a down game, his next game is amazing. Uh, that's a great price for LaMarcus Aldridge, I believe, at 6,300. Uh, he's a safe player, so you know you're going to get around, you know, 30 to 40 points easily at 6,300. I do not trust DeJounte Murray. He, he's too up and down for me. Seems like every time I put my faith in him, he bites me. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't do it. Um, Lonnie Walker. Good price. Uh, he's up and down too, though at fifty four hundred. So, eh, it's rough. It's rough. The person I probably love most, I love Keldon Johnson, and I think Patty Mills. Patty Mills has been, you know, a revelation this year. Been getting the minutes. Everyone's like, why is Patty Mills getting all these minutes? But he's producing. You know, he's playing a good fantasy game. He's a veteran out there. Uh, the Spurs have a lot of point guards. I wish they would make some type of trade, but. For now, Patty Mills is safe to play at 5,100. All right, man. Uh, I'm kind of with you. I, I like a lot – without DeRozan and, and White and possibly Vassal, I like a lot of these guys. I'm not Vassal to a very significant decrease of extent <laughs> compared to the first two guys. Uh, but I like a lot of these guys. I don't love the matchup, though. The Thunder really – play slow and it's always a, a very slow paced game and I don't think it's going to turn into a blog because they're more competitive than people think but I think that they just slog it down and uh, play half court basketball any chance they get and that's what's working for them with a couple aged veterans and a lot of young guys uh, but I do have some consideration in Murray that price tag at 72 is not out of the the range where I want to pay him, I do think there are some good people around that price tag. So, uh, if, and there are some good guards out there. So, if you don't want to go that way, I can see it. Again, I mentioned I'll go back to Tyler Harrow at sixty seven hundred with nobody playing on that team. I I would rather pay down five hundred, knowing that I have a higher upside. Uh, but I also don't mind getting Murray in there if you need another guard. Uh, Aldridge, very good price tag at sixty three hundred. Uh, you mentioned. Him before, Keldon Johnson, 6,200, another really good price tag, a very good matchup. Uh, he's probably going to be 
going up against Dort or, or some combination. Um, very le- or Baisley, I think that's a really good matchup. Coming off a bad game, he might have lower ownership. Uh, and then outside of them, yeah. I think Trey Lyles. At, he's, if he started the last game, he might start this game again. And at 3,300, I'm getting a starter who put up uh, it wasn't great eye-popping numbers, but he put up eight points, ten board, or five points, ten boards, two assists, and thirty-five minutes. That's the part that was eye-popping. Thirty-five minutes. If he gets thirty-five minutes again at thirty-three hundred, if you want to pivot off some of those really just staring at you in the face heat guys, I think that's a, a really reasonable tag to get someone who's going to play thirty minutes again potentially. Um, so yeah, those are the guys that I'm looking at. I'm not going to have more than one spur. You especially in this matchup probably. Uh, but I would have, depending on how I'm constructing my lineup and in a given lineup, I want to have some shares of a lot of these guys. Yeah. And, and I mean, just to reiterate what we were saying, uh, I don't, I think his name is, I don't know, Vassell. Is it Vassell or Vassell? Why am I asking? Uh, don't I don't know. know. I'm not you the guy know. to ask. I'm not asking the butcher, <laughs> but uh, he's questionable also. So, you know, that helps out the other guards like Patty Mills, Lonnie Walker, Keldon Johnson, especially if he doesn't play. And uh, that's a great point on Trey Lyles. It's just the rotation with Pop. I don't know if he's in Pop's doghouse or what, because I think he should have been getting minutes all year, and he hasn't been until last game. So that could be a one-off, or he can play him again big minutes. It's just that's risky for me. Because they've been playing Devin Eubanks and Jakob Pertl and all these people. It's like Trey Lyles is better than those guys, in my opinion. I don't know if he's in some type of doghouse or what, but it's a risk, but it's a it's a small price to pay if you wanted to. If you hit, you know, it's gonna be a good hit. And I'm I, I can't believe and I'm I'm marking this down that you asked me how to pronounce his name. I know, uh, right? <laughs> and I, I like that one. And I like it. And you're the one who gave me that nickname, by the way, <laughs> if I recall. And and you just asked me for clarification. So I don't <laughs> if we if we go to the scoreboard, I'm gonna have to ask the judges here. Yeah, we need to uh, cut this yeah, from the. They, uh, they said you can no longer call me that name. I just asked them. It was a very, very quick answer there, but the judges, oh, judges have spoken. <laughs> Let's flip on over to the Thunder side, and similar thing. The, the Spurs are trying to play a lot faster than than they were previously. Uh, they're playing younger, playing faster, but they are also not one of the fastest teams yet. And the Thunder like to slow it down, but we have seen shy SGA. Uh, start hitting, getting more comfortable with three straight games over 50 DK points. Now we see his price tag jump back up to 8K. I think that's still still within range. Uh, but we see we have that. We have Baisley at 59. And everybody else is pretty much under 6K here. Uh, but can let, let's ask this question. Can you play uh, SGA at 8K in this matchup? And how do you feel about the rest of these pieces around there? I think you can. I mean, it's a little bit of a risk, and it's at his high point because, you know, he easily could be a 30, you know, fan point guy, uh, drafting point guy. But I would ride the streak, you know, 50, 51, 55. I would ride the streak, especially, you know, the Spurs are a little banged up. And uh, you can trust – and his name is Shay, not Shy. So you're the butcher again, okay? The name is back already. No, it's Shy. He's a oh, shy guy. <laughs> um, but other than that, I love um, Al Horford at 5,900. Um, I think, especially with the um, slow pace of this game, uh, him and Aldridge, you know, pretty much the same guy. You drop <laughs> your mic there. 
Yeah. You said, oh, it, it's, Sh- it's Shay, not Shy, and you dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, the point is <laughs> Horford is at a good price, and I don't like Horford, by the way, but he's been playing some good minutes. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, 5,900 is worth it for me. But uh, Dort, uh, Diallo, they're just not trustworthy for me. You know, early in the season, they were doing great, but they easily can have a like like Dor uh like Diallo's last four games. 13, 18, 43, 43. That easily can go back down to 13, 18, then jump back up. It's too much of a roller coaster for me with him and Dort. So I really would only trust, like I said, Horford and slight I probably would trust Shea or Shy. It's a little high, but I would trust him too. Yeah, so you're you might be shying away from shy. I see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to me, it, it's shy is not in a bad spot at eight k. He's still affordable, uh, and this yeah. is a good matchup for him. Uh, he will go against Dejounte Mori Dejounte, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, but he will be going against him, who's a very good defender. So I think that curbs his upside a little bit. But he's on a streak of three straight fifty game point gate plus fifty plus point games. So I think uh, he's in he's in play for me, but outside of him, I I just can't fully trust anybody else here. I, um, even Horford, he's going to have a decent matchup against Lamarcus Aldridge, but all these guys are too hit or miss for me to like, and they're all over the map right here. Outside of even Shy was before earlier in the season, but now he's starting to round into form. But everybody else is too sh- all over the map for me to where I want to play them, and I think we've covered the Heat. Uh, a couple other people to where there's enough value to go around that we I don't have to bargain bin and and go in that 5k range to fight for them. That's true. That's very true. Good point. All right, man. Right before we get into this last game, before you uh, butcher some more names, we <laughs> want to quickly pause this show for a second and tell you guys about the Bruise Letter. So, uh, the Bruise Letter is is a free email newsletter from Aaron Brewski. Um, and you can't find this. It's, it's, it's exclusive content that you cannot find anywhere else. Uh, it's not on the website, not on the podcast, not on social media. It's only in this email newsletter. And it's as easy as going to bit.ly slash bruise letter 2021, signing up, and you get this. Uh, it takes 10 seconds. And the site, again, is bit.ly slash bruise letter 2021, Aaron Brewski and his most intimate fantasy nuggets exclusively in your inbox. So enjoy that. And I also want to shout out to the Fantasy Pass. So uh, the Fantasy Pass, we believe, is still the best in deal in the industry at just $4.99 per month. Now that we're into the regular season, there's zero commitment. So sign up for one month for 5 bucks. If you don't like it, you can cancel. We know you'll love it, but it's always a nice option to have. The Fantasy Pass has everything you'll need to dominate all year. Updated projections, new fantasy appraiser tools, schedule and streaming charts, pickups, drops, our, and our newest and coolest feature, the Hoopball Discord Discord server, uh, where you can all hang out with Hoopball pros around the clock and get one-on-one help with your team. So please do check it out. Head to HoopBallDash.com and click on the Fantasy Pass ad just below the main media wall. And if you just want to hang out in the Discord channel with the DFS team and, the, and get the DFS Pass, it's as small as $1.99 per month, uh, the amount of a cup of coffee in Dunkin' Donuts. And I know I said that before. I forgot everybody on the West Coast doesn't got it, don't, doesn't have it and all that stuff. But I know Will does, right, down in North Carolina? Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. A little uh, overrated, but yeah, we have it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like it either. I'm not really a coffee guy, but I just know that uh, 
makes sense. Coffee is usually two dollars if I am right. Maybe it's maybe it's even more than that. I don't even know. I don't I don't really order coffee. As long as you don't go to Starbucks, you get. <laughs> yeah, a big sixteen dollars for a whatever right. they call it, large avente. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? All right, man. But let's get get into this last game. Uh, we have the so out of the three spreads that we have, this is the highest one of the night. I'm sure that might change, but we have a two twenty eight over under with the and a one and a half point Golden State Warriors home favorites. That they're giving one and a half points in this one again to the Pacers. Uh, so this is the Pacers at the. Warriors and this starts at 10:30 p.m. Eastern time, two and a half hours after everybody else. Uh, the other games are pretty much done when this one starts up. But on the injury report for the Pacers, we don't currently have one, just because they're also playing. Uh, but they have, you know, T.J. Warren, Jeremy Lamb, who's getting closer, but he's out. T.J. McConnell's out, uh, and a couple other people that don't play too much are out. On the Warriors side, we have Marquise Chris, Alan Smeljic, and <laughs> Clay Thompson. I think I butchered that one. And Clay Thompson. That sounded good to me. I, I'll give oh, you credit yeah. on that one. That sounded pretty good. <laughs> All right. I like it. I like it. But I'm going to throw this one over to you. We have the Indiana Pacers, who seemingly always get priced up because they're just very good. Uh, we know the, the high-end guys here. But are you playing any of these guys in this matchup with the Warriors, who are just – Love to run the ball or love to run down the court. Uh, so we're starting with the Pacers. Uh, yeah, I think you can play uh, Brogdon. He's been killing it lately. I did. I think he got banged up last game, but there's no mention of him mention, missing the game. So uh, I would love to play Brogdon. And who's going to stop him on the Warriors? You know, Steph's not going to do it. Uh, Wiggins, you know, Wiggins been having a pretty good year, but you know, I like. I like Brogdon at that price. I love Sabonis. It's really high priced, but it's a high, you know it'll be a high paced game. So I would I would try that too. Um, if it'll fit in your lineup, try Sabonis because I mean he's having one of the best seasons a big man can have right now. Um, and other than that, that's probably it for me for Indiana. You see if you can fit Brogdon and Sabonis in your lineup. You you should be able to get one or the other. And uh, they are a little high, but I think they're worth it. You're probably going to talk about Justin Holiday, right? I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't buy that. <laughs> no, um, I like, I really like a lot of these these Pacers guys and and the pace up spot here. Uh, they like to play fast, and the Warriors like to play fast as well. Um, I know Sabonis is probably going to have Draymond on him as much as possible, but I True. I do think this is also a very good spot. It's just he's going to be get in the position to get ample rebounds. Um, Wiseman doesn't crash the boards totally. Uh, neither does Miles Turner. Sabonis is going to be there cleaning up everybody's misses. I like Brogdon too. It's just another great matchup. Both these guys' prices are getting getting up there, getting as high up there as you can start to feel com- or comfortable with. Yeah. But I think they're both um, – Cash game guys, I think they're pretty safe. I, I think the floor is pretty safe, so I, I don't mind playing them. Uh, with this price tag, the upside is not totally there. Like, you, there's not too, too much upside there, um, as you can imagine, when you're getting that high. But I think there's still enough to be comfortable with uh, getting a, a solid floor with both of those guys. Uh, outside of them, I, I just think most of these, I think Turner is in a decent spot, uh, Oladipo. But the price tag for both of them, and even Justin Holiday that you mentioned, is getting up there to where I don't feel as comfortable paying that that I do with Sabonis and Brogdon because I know their floor is is really safe here. 
<clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, totally agree. And I mean, I would love to play Miles Turner. You, you, you may be wondering why we're not mentioning him because he's doing amazing in fantasy with his blocks. But in DraftKings points, blocks are not the same as fantasy points. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he, you know, it, it, he's, it, it's even at a good price. But he, he's just not going to put up that many points, even though he's getting those blocks. So you got to stay away from him. He only has one game uh, with nine or more rebounds, and it happened in the last game. So that, for a big yeah, man, crazy. It, and he, he doesn't score too much. He's averaging 12 points and six boards a game. Uh, he's averaging four blocks. He's averaging almost as many blocks as rebounds <laughs> per game. <laughs> he's kind of like Brooke Lopez there. Uh, yeah. But let's flip on over to the Warrior side, who also find themselves in a, in a good spot. And we have Steph Curry at uh, just keeps climbing now at 9,800. Um, can you play Steph in this? Do you like him more than the other guys that are, are big, uh, highly priced? And if you can't play Steph, are you going to get where, – where else can you find some exposure to this Warrior squad? With Steph, it's really risky, and I don't like to take risk at almost $10,000. Like his last three games, he, he scored 28, 68, then 29. So, I mean, I doubt he'll play two back-to-back, you know, bad DraftKings games. But it's still risky to where you never know what's going to happen. So that's too much for me. Uh, and and that's one of the fantasy players that you've always been able to trust. But this year has been a little bit rocky for him. Uh, Wiggins is, you know, not going to get you anything special at 6,300. Uh, so if you wanted to bank on a risk, you could go with Draymond. You never know. He can get a triple-double. But, I mean, he's really only had one good game since he's came back from injury and that was the last game. So you can see if that's going to be, you know, something he can repeat or he go back down to being less productive. So I, I mean, I'm not loving any of the warriors in this matchup really because of the price and their production. All right, man. Uh, I, to me, yeah, I think Curry, you can never say Curry is a bad play, but I, I think, uh, I, I like the alternatives around 9,800 somewhat. I, I like them more than LeBron. I'll probably, I'll take them more over Harden. Um, AD, I'll yeah. take them over. But I think I like guys like uh, Durant and Jokic a little bit more around that same price tag. Definitely. And it, and if Embiid plays against a, front, a, a team that's just decimated, I think even in 27 minutes, Embiid could put up monster numbers if he wants to, especially if Tobias Harris and others – don't play that game. Uh, so there's other options out there to where I don't uh, – Curry's not going to be officially out of my player pool, but he's teetering on the line of um, – I doubt I'm going to have many shares, if any of them. Uh, but I won't fall – I don't think he's a terrible uh, op, a pivot play because this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, but if I don't have any Steph Curry, I'm going to want some exposure to this team. Uh, you mentioned Draymond Green. I mentioned the other day that four, he was 4,900 the last game. This guy's going to be closer in the in the mid six mix mid six k. So until until then, I think he still has some meat left on the bone to uh, bring you back some value there. And I think this is a decent matchup for him against Sabonis, who's not the greatest defender. He's just a very very good player. Um, I probably won't go Wiggins, but at sixty three, he's not overly expensive to where he hurts you. I do like other options at that price tag, though. We mentioned some guys on the Spurs, etc. Um, I do think Kelly Oubre is in a pretty good spot here at fifty three hundred, though. He's been playing eh lately, but mm. I'm still taking my chances on him. He's another guy who should be in the mid-6Ks, um, so he's at a, a decent range there. James Wiseman also. I don't know what happened 
he's he was playing 20 minutes in the first four games. I know Dre didn't play yet, but he's only hit 20 minute mark once and since. So I'm not sure what happened there. I thought they were I thought he was ramping up, not ramping down his minutes. Um, that's something that I want to keep an eye on. I know they're starting to actually play a lot better, even though he's barely playing. But if I see if if there's any indication that he might get um, 25 plus minutes in this matchup, because this is a massive front court they're going against. I think 4,400 is a really good price tag. But again, that's more of a um, if you if you have options late, late, late because this is the last game, then that's something to think about. But if not, he's more of a GPP type play for me because. He could play 25 minutes or he could play 17, and then you don't know. So I'd, I would, he's not safe for cash, but he is a solid option in, in GPP to pivot off of some of the other people around his price tag. Yeah, he's similar to uh, Eric Pascal too. You know, they're both gonna they're playing half the game, so I mean the stats can go one way or the other. But you're pretty much gonna know they're gonna be borderline players if they were getting more minutes if Draymond was out or. Wiseman or Pascal, one of them was out. They would be a much, you know, more sought-after play. But right now, they're a little risky. Yep. All right, man. And before we head on out of here, uh, I do want to say, everybody check out our Discord if you haven't. Uh, sign up and, and look into that. Follow us on Twitter. Give us a or, And before that, give us a rate and review on um, wherever you're listening on podcast. Tell us what you like, what you don't like about the show. Uh, we also brought in... We, ha- we held some interviews and took some people on, so we're going to be hearing some new faces, or hearing some new faces, hearing some new voices, <laughs> not seeing some new faces. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and Will is behind the scenes. I don't know if you guys know this or if, if you've heard this before, but Will was handling our Instagram page. Will, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, man, we're just trying to spread the word on Hoop Ball. So our uh, Instagram page is Hoop Ball Official putting a lot of, you know, stats and information out there. If you want to want to build a community over there, not just with Twitter, because, you know, a lot of people don't use Twitter, and that's where most of uh, HoopBall's, you know, news and information and stats are and, uh, you know, conversation. So if you have Instagram and you don't have Twitter, uh, you know, check out HoopBall Official, and uh, we're trying to get everyone over there also, you know. If you're on Twitter, don't leave Twitter just to join who, you know, Instagram. <laughs> but you know, if you want to do a mix in of both, uh, you know, I'm trying to put out all the content I can on there. So I would su- uh, appreciate your support and comments and likes and follows and all that. Awesome, so Hoopball official. Yep. And speaking of Twitter, tell the viewers or listeners where they can find you on Twitter. Yeah, William is Bill. You know, uh, I appreciate Santino for letting me on the pod. You know, I'll be on if he lets me back. You know, I am. Uh, whooping him in uh, fantasy right now, so he could get mad at me at any moment. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, it's it's always a great time, you know, being on this show, especially with my bud Santino. So check us out on Twitter, uh, William is Bill, and tell him yours, Santino. Awesome, yeah, William is Bill. I still to this day do not understand what that means, but <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Uh, yeah, you could find me at Santino Cocone, a normal standard name, not Santino. Right. I should put Santino is Tino, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, buddy. And and before you go, do, is there anything else you want to say um, for your first, first? I wouldn't say first show, because you were on here a couple times last last bubble, but for your first 2020-2021 uh, NBA season show with us. 
Uh, I mean, it's just great to be on. Like doing a pod with you is like it's not even work. You know, it's just fun, and I hope everyone got something from it. You have any oh, questions? Don't, no, no, don't, don't do the stop story. Stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, my first uh, pod show ever was with Santino, so we always gonna be linked together. You know, no matter how unfortunately. Much, uh, you know, move on from me to other guys, you know. <laughs> Sounded weird. <laughs> it yeah, it we weird. Just, yeah, just cut it. Just cut it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna end on that note. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ask Dan to edit that one out, fix that one in editing. <laughs> but yeah, as as usual, buddy, it was it was good to have you back in. Um I'm glad that we're gonna start getting into these more often. Yep, yep. I'm here whenever the DFS team needs me, and uh, hit us up on uh, Hoopball Discord also. So, all right, guys. we're here for you. All right, guys. We'll catch you again tomorrow, and I believe um, Mike and my. Oh, yeah, it's I have I get back to back people I can barely tolerate, but <laughs> I think Mike and myself are on tomorrow. <laughs> all right, guys. See you tomorrow. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.